Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ed Carbajal. Check us out weekly at allaccessmma.com for our video podcast. What's going on, Ed? Uh, I know uh, I just got to talk to you before recorded, but uh, earlier this week on Monday, I was uh, had the privilege of being a guest on the, the Living Death uh, show uh, with uh, Jay Pitchery. Uh, ben Duffy and Ant Walker, the, the boys over there from Sure Dog. So um, that's on their uh, the Living on... Death podcast. I just linked to the I linked to the description on the YouTube channel. It'll be linked on the audio uh, for folks that are listening on Spotify too. But what a bunch of fucking birds! You nobody nobody tags me when the shit goes live, and 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 here I am waiting for watching Jay Petri's uh, Twitter handle, and then you, you guys do a rope a dope, and Ben Duffy tweets it out. And I hear nothing from nobody. The hell's wrong with you? Yeah, it's not my show, but but I had a blast doing it. Uh, Guys are awesome over there. Yeah, Uh, I've been I've been on that podcast a couple times too, and and Ant and Ben. Obviously, they both Ben and Jay have been on here. I've been trying to get Ant on here, um, you know, but he's uh, between his him working and and being a dad. uh, That that's been proven difficult uh, to do, especially with him being on your in your side of the country um but uh all three of those dudes living death podcast if you're not if you're not subscribed watching and listening please make sure you do i dropped their link in the description so uh obviously don't want to be too redundant because we'd like people (laughs) to listen to that show so don't want to do too much repeating but um Mm -hmm. you know for those that don't listen and, and and are strictly our listeners um you know the a quick comment about ufc san diego uh Marlon Vera, obviously career victory for him. Uh, him and Cruz both look good up into the point of the knockout. Um, it was a great, great fight. Yeah. Great fight. Uh, fourth round head kick knockout. Um, whole night of action. Uh, we talked about it coming off of a card full of finishes. Um, you're always kind of worried. Well, the MMA gods delivered and it wasn't a night full of finishes, but uh, there was a lot of highlights, a lot of brutal knockouts and just some really, really good fights that uh, that made the night worth it to uh, not only attend and pay pay premium ticket price to go. Mm-hmm. But um, but I imagine even watching on TV, there was a couple fights that uh, that had to just have people standing up, uh, you know, in, in their living rooms. So, um, yeah, I, I recorded it and watched it afterwards so I could fast forward through commercials. I know I bitched about the pacing at the, the last episode, but I think the the difference, I think when you get a live event at a place like San Diego versus a live event in the apex, we're going to see better pacing. Cause I didn't, I actually enjoyed that card. I mean, granted I, I watched it recorded and fast forward the commercials, but it didn't seem as bad as uh, the week before. No, there was a bunch of fights. Um, they actually started the event. So we've talked about it in the past. Generally it's like 30 minute windows for each mm-hmm. fight. Um, this one, they're actually I, like the prelims were only like three hours, but they had seven prelim fights scheduled. So there was like that extra 30 minutes where they had another fight. So it, it did seem to move even being in the crowd. Cause there was a couple times you had the back to back quick knockouts early in the prelims. And I'm going, Oh Christ, we're, we're in for a, you know, 45 minute, you know, rising, uh, level level break here you know um and and we really didn't get that there might have been a 15 or 20 minute or early on but it was early the arena hadn't packed by then but um it was a pretty good crowd arriving early um and and as i mentioned on on the other show that the arena was electric and just to uh get back to that it it just adds to so much to it you got to believe that the fighters you know 
take that in and, and it shows in some of their performances, especially with these younger guys. I can only imagine the, the hype of being, you know, you think you're on a fight night, you, you know, it's not, and all of a sudden you walk into the arena and there's a legit, you know, 10 to 12,000, mm-hmm. you know, screaming sold out fans in the arena. So good, good night of action. You know, we, you know, when we, we, we have plenty of bad things to say about the UFC, but the last two fight night events have both been, uh, other than the pacing, the, the first, uh, first, yeah, the no, two. They're, they're, um, yeah. but the fights have been outstanding. So I guess more props to the fighters, uh, for, for showing up and, and, uh, some of the matchmaking I get, you know, when you get some of these back and forth battles that are just crazy chaos, um, you gotta give, you gotta give props to the matchmakers, uh, for setting that up. So, uh, that's, that was last weekend. This weekend it's loaded with action mm-hmm. um you know we, we can't even get deep into everything uh the joshua Usyk uh two heavyweight world title fight kicks off busy uh, in the at, uk on that uh, side of the world yeah, yeah uh noon eastern um yeah it's and this, you know the, the really the three early events on saturday are all all uk based so you have the, the heavyweight world championship i think it's on the zone uh we're kind of anti disown at this point, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's other ways to find your viewing, uh, you know, yeah. ways to view. Uh, you got to do Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. So that starts, I think, noon, and, uh, noon Eastern. Um, also around the same time, give or take an hour, uh, PFL 9 also is happening. Kyla Harrison fights um, the Circus Act been there. Again, spoke about that on the other show. A lot mm-hmm. going on there. Circus Act stuff moving events fighter visas not going through tournaments falling apart um you know somehow like, they get money somehow we like chaos in mma but not when it <laughs> when it starts affecting fighters pay yeah. and, and just the legitimacy of what's going on there so that also starts uh, i believe that's also a noon start um and then bkfc 27 uh the event that we kind of uh kind of shocked the combat world when it was announced uh that kicks off 1 p.m eastern time uh mvp michael venom page in the main event against platinum mike perry uh i mean a we never thought we'd see uh mvp do this at least it never mm-hmm. crossed my mind up until the minute it was announced i thought it was a fake tweet when i yeah. first saw it and <laughs> uh two i mean for bare knuckle fighting circus act I, I love it. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this unfolds. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> it's going to be fun, and it's it's crazy. But like every time we get these weird matchups like this, it's you know, this is the closest we'll get to like a UFC versus Bellator, or, you know, whatever. But but you know, it's crazy how they have to step out of MMA for us to see. It's always like you know, in a grappling a submission only grappling event or something like this. But the fact that this is all striking and bare knuckle and I mean, honestly, I don't know about you. I feel like this favors Mike Perry more than it favors MVP just because MVP, you know, I know he's a striker. and I know he's got a boxing record, but we've already if Paulie Malignaggi can't beat Artem Lobov in BKFC, then, you know, that means the it's it's probably the most even play field we'll get when it comes to striking two guys, two combatants from different disciplines you know, striking. Yeah. You know, when you take the kicks away from, from page, obviously mm-hmm. that's a huge thing with his reach and, and the ectomorph uh, body that, uh, that allows him to do the inspector gadget, doll some, you know, yeah. long kicks, long punches. I do think he's going to be able to use his movement. I think the round ring uh, might work in his favor, similar to MMA, obviously, where there's no corners. He's going to be able to basically kind of 
you know, circle and, and bounce around, I think. Um, now, obviously, as opposed to MMA, these dudes are going to start <coughs> a fight three feet apart from each other at the line as opposed to against the fence. So mm-hmm. you really are in instant strike zone. With, you know, and Joey Beltron spoke to that when he came on the show about defenses. You know, you go up to that line, dudes drop their hands like they're getting ready to box it out and before you know it, they're, they're getting chin checked. Whereas he's going, no, I get my hands up. I'm set to take that first couple punches. Cause mm-hmm. it's there. I might as well defend <laughs> myself. So that's going to be an interesting thing. We know Mike Perry can, can take a, a beating. I mean, good or bad. We know that he can be in a war. I'm not so sure we know that about MVP. I know MVP has been around. It seems like forever now. I don't remember him tasting his blood a whole lot. I don't remember him having to deal with a bad cut. You know, um, all things that psychologically I yeah. do believe kind of play a factor in in the world of fighting. Um, yeah. And when we said in the past, once you taste your blood, and the real champions are the guys who get their ass beat and then regroup and are like, okay, I got what it takes to do this. I'm not afraid to get my skull crushed. Let's 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 rock. You yeah. know, as a and so I'm not saying MVP can't do that because he has. You know, he's been the pinnacle of mma you know and beating some good dudes and uh obviously been on the downside of some stuff and he's you know he got blasted by lima but it was a it was a kind of a flash knockout mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a, a where he had to go to the corner you know have his nose straightened up and and said Get yeah back perry perry's been in those fights you know so you know? that, that yeah. could be a thing i mean i initially i picked mvp because i do think that the jab um in bkfc in the is reach like, yeah is the that. new you know with the cuts and, and such that that jab has become so valuable. I think it's really uh, de- evolved with BKFC where a lot of their good fighters now are just realizing like, I don't have to hit the guy in the temple. Like I do in MMA or I don't have to catch him on the chin. I really just got to, I just got to touch him. So I don't need to put myself in super danger. If I, if I move around, if I pick my shots, I can, I can pick up victories here because I'm going to turn the guy's face into hamburger and judges are going to, pick me to win the round and visually it's going to look you know usually that's i think that's that's kind of the evolution of what we're seeing some of this you know in, in at least the last maybe half dozen bkfc events that that i've really you know focused in on so um i like the fight uh connor tierney uh, uh former champ joe elmore um co-main event another banger of a fight sam shoemaker uh, whether he's getting knocked out or blasting fools for going back to BKFC one, uh, he fights Mick Terrell, who's making his BKFC debut. Um, we did get news today earlier that Paige Van Zant uh, fight with uh, with uh, uh, Sharisa Sigala uh, was pulled. Um, I, we haven't really quite got unless you've seen exactly why. I've seen mixed reports about stuff, mm. uh, but it does. It just seems a little bit. You know, I don't want to say fishy, but that fight right now is scheduled to headline a Denver show on October 15th. Yeah. Um, so perhaps I mean, the, the initial report came from my editor over at my MMA news and uh, he cited uh, poor ticket sales as one of the reasons, which I get maybe something contractually, you know, they're supposed to get a percentage of sales and that's, that's why who knows. But um, I don't know, maybe be, maybe bare knuckles, just not that popular out there. I mean, we just broke down what's going on Saturday morning. It's shocking to me mm. that basically the PFL makes their debut. I know they were there. Yeah, last there's time. a lot going on in the same BKFC, area. BKFC, and then yeah. you've got the World Championship fight with Anthony Joshua. Yeah, I if mean, you're a fight fan, I mean, you, got, you have an option of buying that the, the tickets to that or BKFC. You know, the casual, you know, everyone's going to go to what's more comfortable and known. So maybe that's why. 
I mean, even me, I, I'm as big of a BKFC fan as probably, you know, 99, you know, I'm in the 99 percentile of BKFC fans. I, if I was in London that weekend, I'm going to the Joshua. I'm going to the mm-hmm. World Championship heavyweight boxing fight. I mean, that's just it. And then I'm going to BKFC and then I'm going to PFL. So I I, I don't know. You know, it, it just seems like scheduling is like idiotic. And, you know, times like why? Why not? I mean, I don't I know the time change, but, you know, we've seen late shows start in, you know, I'm, I'm if I'm BKFC, I'm like, OK, main card starts at 10 o'clock. We got to mm-hmm. push this off like two hours. I can't go head to head with with, you know, one of their biggest stars, you know, in a, in a boxing fight. So um, it's interesting, but, you know, I'll be watching. I'll be watching, trying to watch all three. But uh, but, you know, I think the BKFC, you know, we, you know, whether it's that uh, getting back to Paige um, doesn't sound like she's injured. Um, ticket sales would make sense. I would think more just for the fact, like if your gate's not going to be much, you've already got like, I mean, for BKFC, you've got like eight, eight, you had 10, like name fighters who are probably making pretty good money. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be going, okay, let, why not push this to October? You know, she'll probably sell out whatever small little arena we go, they go to in, in the Denver, uh, you know, Aurora area is what I'm hearing rumored. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it makes a little bit of sense, but it's weak, you know, to it. People that did purchase tickets, it really is kind of a uh, slap in the face. Yeah. Um, when there's not a reason to pull it. Like, it's not like one of them got hurt. We have all lived with fighters getting hurt, fighters getting sick. But when it's just like, hey, financially, this doesn't do us good anymore. So we're just going to kind of yeah. say F you. Not not the greatest thing. Um, no. I will say their app did work last event. I <laughs> I talked mad shit about the app. Uh, the first event they ran off of it, maybe it was the second one. Last event it did work good, so it looks like they at least got that cleaned up. Um, that's again this that's this weekend. I think it's four ninety nine if you pay for the whole year. It's fifty bucks, but you get a month for free. You know, people can decide what they want to do with their money, um, especially uh, because later that evening we really kind of get to the uh, meat and potatoes of this weekend's combat and that's UFC 278 Usman versus Edwards two uh, pay-per-view live from Salt Lake city, Utah. You know, uh, I did talk about this stuff. Uh, some of it on Monday, we can still go through. Uh, yeah. So I Cause remember. I, I got, I got to get my fucking, you side gotta get, you gotta get your side in and, like, and we fuck you see. guys that left me out. <laughs> let me, let some people do like listening to me, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, um, the funny thing about that, I don't know where you want to start with this card. I actually wrote my notes earlier today knowing we were going to do this. And then it's funny because I think Cole Shelton was the one that pointed it out that they kind of changed the, 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 the main card already. They, they moved, uh, where's my other notes? Um, Pudilova and, and Wu to the main card. Yeah. And they, they moved, uh, uh. Tybura and Romanov to to the uh, ESPN prelims. So I was like, okay, I had to rewrite what I was already writing when I saw that. So shout out to Cole Shelton for putting that out there earlier today while I was working on my notes for tonight. I'll probably turn it into a post for my newsletter or something to for folks that uh, that didn't that missed me on the living death since you guys poorly marketed it. But um. Uh, yeah, they, they moved them up, and, and I don't understand why, but I feel like Tybura and Romanov, but maybe they just wanted women on on the uh, pay-per-view portion. I don't know. Well, I'm not sure what Romanov. 
I mean, I, I think Romanoff is, is a future title challenger. Um, maybe they want to get some eyes, uh, on, on yeah. again, um, yeah. on him. Um, I think he's, he's a, kind of a stud, big gorilla wrestler. Mm-hmm. So I think he's, he's, he does serve some problems for a lot of yeah. people in the division. I think he probably, I think he, you know, I think he takes this fight over to Burra to mm-hmm. good submission guy. So obviously, yeah. um, you know, because uh, it looks like they 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 switched their spots because that Wu Yanun put put all over was supposed to be just before the the headlining for, uh, bout between Leandro Sanchez and Jared Gordon, and then they 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 moved them to the pay per view and Tybura Romanov got because they were supposed to be the second fight initially and now they're they're just under they're the co main of the headlining bout of the at ESPN but um just I mean I just. I had to do a quick pick of that. It doesn't make any sense to me um, when we get to. So I don't know if you want to start at the main card first. Yeah, fight let's, or what? let's just work the main card um, and, and work our way up. Let's just go that route. Um, with so that said, yeah, I, I'm not going to let's. Uh, so Tyson Pedro, Harry Hunsucker. Uh, oh, I like the, how they display this now on the UFC website. They actually leave the odds now when you expand their details of the fighters. So, oh, they added win by details. I mean, it's a little bit better. Significant strikes. They kind of just separated what they had, actually. But they added odds, which is, oh, more odds than just the the overall money line and odds to win by knockout or submission. I like that. Yeah, Hmm. no, they're they're really moving the money into the uh, into the website of it. Hey, you know. Uh, uh, with that said, now that I see the odds, it, it mm-hmm. secures my lock of Tyson Pedro to uh, just win this fight by uh, brutal, brutal finish. Um, I mean, I think that that's kind of what this fight is, is basically just let's yeah. get, let's let's try to get a brutal ass whooping on, on the main card. Yeah, he's the favorite. At, what do they have him here at? Uh, they use DraftKings odds. He's minus 740. I mean, that's that's like, huge. That's yeah. that's like. Yeah, Ronda Rousey over everybody she fought in the early days. Oh, and this is another one that's going to be uh, the the prelims are going to be on ABC and ESPN. They're doing a they're pump they're doing that a lot more lately. Yeah. Makes um, a little more sense than for Romanoff because he, mm-hmm. you know I, I like I said I think I think he's got with a win here he moves probably into the top ten and I think he becomes uh, kind of that wild card a little mm-hmm. bit in the heavyweight division. Once we see how his chin chin holds up to getting, uh, yeah. you know, taking it, taking a big shot. But uh, I, I hate to say it though, but I mean, just from my notes about this fight really quick before I move on. Cause uh, like Hunsaker's on a two fight skid. So I feel like this might be a winner go home for, fight for him. And uh, although that's motivation enough because of the size of these guys, you could get like a desperation knockout. I still feel like uh, Pedro's uh, like you said, Pedro's still the one to, to pick. Um, I'm leaning Pedro. I feel like it's a coin toss, but it's more more Pedro for me too. Uh, let's move on to the co-main. I really like the new interface here, though. Wu Yanan versus Lucy Pudilova, women's bantamweight bout. I mean, this is pretty. Uh, this is this is a weird one for me because again, we just talked about switching them. Um, it, it seems like a, I'm not sure what the UFC is going for unless they just, I mean, you know, um, Wu's coming off of three consecutive losses. Pudlova's making, 
I want to say she's making her UFC debut, but didn't she, did she fight in the mm-hmm. earlier days? Yes, she yeah. fought. She, she she went zero and four. It looks like or Podlova, no, she, yeah, yeah. Or she she no, nah, she didn't go. She won some fights. Um, yeah. Then she left the UFC. Um, she fought an octagon with the OKT octagon. Yeah. Yeah, so Spelled she OKT. Like, yeah. She fought there a half dozen times. Picked up uh, five five wins and six fights. So she's she's on a two fight win streak. Uh, it's just an odd odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe they're they're. I mean, the odd the money line uh, betting line shows an even fight. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something that they're uh, they're seeing that's going to be a barn burner of a fight. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would have preferred to see uh, Miranda Maverick even probably on the main card if we were looking for a female fighter. Uh, but um, but who knows. Like I said, the last two weeks the matchmakers have been on point, so um, I will give them a chance mm-hmm. at a, uh, a the turkey here in, in three in a row. So one thing I have in my notes because I'm picking a Podolova to win because uh, poor uh, Wuna Yanan hasn't been doing that great. Uh, what is it? What I have here? She's uh, she's one and four in the UFC, so that's not great. But um, most of those losses were by decision. And then they have they have Pudalova at plus one ten to win by decision with these new detailed odds they have on the UFC website. So that might be something to think about if anybody's trying to throw some monies in into that fight. Wait, what? She's plus one thousand to win by decision. No, the plus one ten. One ten. Oh, table. okay, okay. Awesome. No, she won plus one thousand to win by knockout. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, one thousand win by knockout plus eleven hundred to win by submission, but. Um, she's her last two wins were at Octagon were decisions, and again, uh, one on's uh, I don't want to butcher her name, Yanan. Sorry, Wu Yanan. Her, she's all her losses in the UFC are, are by decision, so that might be some you know, if you feel like making a plus 110 on something, uh, it, so. I mean, that's kind of interesting because let's just go down real quick now. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a huge gambler here, mm-hmm. but. The odds to win by a KO or submission for each fighter is at least plus a thousand or plus eight hundred. Yeah. You could literally bet ten dollars on both of the women to win by decision, and you're, you. I guess you're not. You wouldn't win money. I'm just. It almost seems like you could win money almost betting on them both. They're they're both kind of. <laughs> oh know? yeah, for the yeah. I see what you're talking about right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you wouldn't. You would if you bet twenty total. If if Pudlova wins, you'd only win eleven, so you'd still lose nine bucks. So yeah. it delusional. Uh, not, never going to be that easy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, next fight on the card, the legend Jose Aldo, the number three ranked bantamweight, fights Marab Dashovili. Uh, a fighter we have been uh, following on this show for <laughs> since his early, early UFC uh, fight um, yeah. and years ago here. Um, why don't you go first and uh, and I'll follow up. Well, I mean, you know, it's Jose Aldo, right? So, of course, he's got the tools to beat anybody. Um, but the thing, the thing with me looking at this fight and following, uh, you know, the Sarah Longo uh, Georgian in the Devalishvili, um, you know, I feel like in this fight, just because we've been seeing so many retirements in MMA, and, and I mean, talk about last week, we saw Dominic, Dominic Cruz do do well and then get his nose broken. Um, we've Aldo's been pretty vocal in the past when he came back to being active again about not wanting to go five rounds there, there just seems to be some sort of like balance of uh, he's teetering like he, he either wants to get another title run or he wants to retire and and 
we've seen him fatigue when fights, you know, kind of go a little longer. Maybe not lately, but you know, it's not that far away either. So I, you know, Devalishvili is a grinder, so I can see him. I can see him taking a decision against Aldo here. Pick I made the other day was Dostrovili by grinding out a decision, getting mm-hmm. a couple takedowns, being able to win a couple rounds. Um, his chain wrestling, I think, yeah. at this point might be too much for Aldo. We'll see a younger Aldo, uh, as as uh, Ben Duffy mm-hmm. pointed out on Monday night, uh, would would have ate a guy like this up. I just wonder if we're at a point now where uh, you get a little older, you get a little bit. Uh, maybe a little less hungry. Uh, are you fighting yeah. off that extra takedown that's coming nonstop over and over mm. and over again? So, uh, yeah, I'll take Dash Vili. I think like 29, 28. Um, I think he might have a little, you know, Aldo maybe comes out good early. Um, and then the wrestling starts and I have a feeling that, it, you know, it wouldn't make for the, maybe the most exciting fight. Mm. Um, but, uh, in a three round fight, I could see a couple takedowns leading to a couple rounds being one and, and taking this fight and, and, you know, really shaking up the, the Bantamweight division. Because if Aldo wins, I think you get a little easier towards, um, you know, him kind of getting the next title shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Dashvili win, uh, we we have him and Vera and uh, Sandhagen and Song winner. And, and it's just, it's it's a free-for-all at that division. So, yeah. Um, but I, you know, but I hope Aldo. I, I, I'll be rooting for Aldo. Um, I, he's a legend. I yeah, it's always nice to see these guys with the with the legend name above their you know as their moniker, as if they can keep getting winnings when they when they're getting called that. Um, it's great, but um, you know, it's it's it, the opposite is also true. It's it's kind of sad to watch them lose when they lose, if especially if they lose bad, you know. He's from a past generation. I know he's yeah. only thirty-five, but he's been fighting forever. That's, that's you know, not young this... and fighting. Usually, it's pri- that's the prime, and then the the downhill happens in the thirties. Yeah. You know? So we just the question is, will this downhill start earlier because he started so early in a yeah. more you know a little bit more brutal time? Oh, of MMA. Really quick before we leave this one, I mean, again, with the new detailed odds on the UFC.com website and their DraftKings plus one thirty-five for. Uh, Marab to win by decision, so you know that's clearly the. I mean, <laughs> he's a he's a slight favorite in the overall money mm-hmm. line bet, um, but it looks like that the the odds say that uh, he's most likely to win by decision. So, mm. um, and speaking of uh, guards changing and stuff like that, Paulo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. I mean, I went first last time, so you might as well go first on this one. Paulo Costa. Uh, <laughs> Brutal knockout. Um, yeah. I don't even know if Costa's that great of a fighter. I just don't think Rockhold's got the chin um, to be able to take really anything mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, it's been years since he's won a fight. Um, he's been brutally knocked out multiple times in a row. Um, you know, I did like, yeah. I did like, I don't know if you caught him today at the press conference. I did like a lot of what was coming out of his mouth, uh, kind of putting some people in their place and, and mm-hmm. saying some stuff that it would have been nice. He was, if he would have been saying, <laughs> you know, eight years ago when he, when he had some real leverage. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I kind of want Costa to win and mm-hmm. I think he just is going to, unless he lays an egg and stands in front of a, a moving, you know, uh, Rockhold has the ability to put a foot yeah, in your of course. face. Yeah. You know what I mean? He also has the ability to take somebody down and, and give them real problems. Mm. I just don't know if he can get close enough to Costa where he's going to be able to take mm. even a fraction 
of a of a of a shot to his chin. Yeah, or, like know, yeah, temple. it's the exchange that's because it's not because he's got the height and reach, reach advantage according to these stats on the UFC website, but um, it's what what it's the risk of him getting close enough to get hit back that we've already seen. He's carried those last two knockouts. You know, it seems like he's carrying all those knockouts really bad with like they they're not leaving his you know they're they're like emblazed they're like <laughs> etched into his soul. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you know, um, I just want to check the odds for a knockout. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it looks like Costa's a favorite all around. Like, he's, I mean, if uh, I, if I, 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 I is that plus a thousand <laughs> for Rockhold to win by knockout? Yeah, and by submission. I mean, if you're just throwing around a couple bucks, a five dollar bet on hit Rockhold to win by submission or knockout, or even odds to decision. I mean, mm-hmm. they they clearly think Rockhold has no chance to win this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's hard. You know, you can't. It's blame hard, him. but like, it doesn't mean I can't picture some of him bouncing around a little bit and somehow, like I said, putting a foot upside Costa's head. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's not. I mean, not, not for nothing. If he wins, people are going to be fucking kicking themselves that that have been talking shit about him. You yeah, know? I mean, I I think it it'll, it'll rightfully... be like Andy Ruiz when he knocked out Joshua back in the yeah. you know. Yeah, I I gotta see Costa really come back and and just do his thing because there was a time early on I thought he was going to be you know potentially the future of the division, but I'm not so sure anymore. We gotta see where where he goes. Yo. That's uh my old jefe from Front Proof Media. He heard nice. must have heard must have heard us talk boxing. <laughs> Ring generalship. Uh, uh, that, that he's the guy that 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 I had a whole conversation that when we joke around of, on the podcast about it, it's because of Joseph Correa of Front Proof Media. So nice, awesome. nice it's always nice when he drops in. Uh, main event, Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. Uh I mean this is number two. So I mean, let, let, let's keep that in mind that Usman has himself said that he's just lapping everyone in his division now. Um, I don't know. Well, I think you know where I'm going with this. What's your take on this fight? Same thing I said Monday. Uh, I think just Usman is a, another level of MMA fighter. I think he just continually gets better. Um, I think Edwards has obviously improved. I just don't think that he's at the same level of uh of where Usman is. I think when the history books are written, Usman's gonna be one of the top what you know, what are we at now? Top ten, top twenty of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean it, you start splitting hairs once we get another ten years down the line here in, in the in the sports, you know, forty, mm-hmm. fifty years old, all of a sudden you go from a top three to a top five to a you know, it's like the NBA has their top what seventy five now. You know, I mean, at some point, you, you just you stop really arguing who's who's number three, and you just go, yeah. "Hey, that he was he was he was just as good as number ten. You know, yeah. it's just it's just opinions on 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 taste, and if you're a submission guy, a knockout guy, a just bleed <laughs> guy, you know, I mean, really, that's just what it comes down to. Um, I think he wins. I, I <clears throat> Mr. Mr. Correa thinks that that Edwards is going to uh, upset. Let's check out if if. Let's see if you put your he's uh, he's plus three ten on the money line. I mean, if he upsets him, that I mean, everybody's gonna be talking about that for a while next week if that happens. But honestly, I mean, I, I think I don't I, see it happening. No, I mean, I don't see it happening. If I was, if it were me betting, I'd look at that nine hundred to win a decision. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I mm-hmm. mean, I, I, I that's nine to one. Ten dollar bet pays ninety bucks if he if Edwards squeaks out a decision. <clears throat> Heck, we've seen in the past he doesn't necessarily have to win a decision. He just mm-hmm. needs the judges to believe that he wanted to. You know, like mm-hmm. corrupt shit can happen. Nine to one, not terrible, not 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 a terrible gamble. Um, I just think Usman is going to win the fight. I think he wins by decision. Uh, I'll give enough credit to Edwards. I don't think we're going to see a finish. Um, I think he just does his thing and beats up Edwards and just, I think at the, I, you know, I, I almost want to picture like, you know, uh, St. Pierre cost check kind of thing where it's just like, mm. you know, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to slap you up a little bit. Like you're not, you can't beat me. I've, I've, we can, we can wrestle. You're not going to out wrestle me. Um, maybe we're even on the ground occasionally, but in the long run, I'm going to figure out a way and I'm going to make you look like hamburger at the end of the night. Yeah. And I'm going to win a 50, 45. So that's yeah. kind of, that's, you know, and, and, and I do believe that Edwards is a level ahead of what cost check was, but it was a different era and cost check had his, that, yeah. had his moment, you know, but that's the thing. So like, I mean, they, they last fall, it was 2015. A lot of, I mean, there's probably, there's folks, I mean, to quote um, Jacob, that was on the podcast. The, the UFC the UFC stand probably doesn't even know that they fought back in 2015 and that number they're wondering that they're seeing the number two behind their name on the marquee and saying oh, oh they fought before yeah they did and and uh, Usman won a decision but they've improved so much both of them have gotten better since then but that still does, just says that Usman's gotten much better than that and I feel like if anything I mean if you look at um, you know, the way he's been winning lately. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if he just, you know, look at, look at the way Nate Diaz almost knocked out Edwards. I feel like something like that, he gets absolutely knocked out by Usman if something like that happens. So I'm going, uh, you know, I'm going with the favorite Usman. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm picking all the favorites pretty much on, on this, on this main card. I mean, I think it sounds like we basically picked mm-hmm. the same, yeah. same picks. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think I, you know, it, really, I think the main event's going <laughs> to tell the story. If we get a finish, if we get an mm-hmm. exciting fight, that's going to kind of carry the card. Because I, I think Costa Rockhold ends badly for, as we spoke, for Rockhold, but in potentially, I think that one is a knockout regardless. Um, oh, it looks like they bumped him. I thought they were going to be under Gordon and Santos, but. Tybur Romanoff are, are headlining the. They're ABC they're headlining thing. the ABC. Yeah. I did read that earlier. So yeah. there's a you know if you're trying to showcase a couple people mm-hmm. who you who you you know uh, you know Tybur has been around. I mean it seems forever. I watched mm-hmm. him fight before he even got to the UFC, um, but he, you know, he's still kind of a newcomer to the fans. Like you mentioned, that wouldn't have known. You know, the, mm-hmm. if you don't pay attention to a lot, especially, you know, some potential lackadaisical heavyweight fights in the past, mm-hmm. but he's picks up wins. He's got some big wins in his career. So at some point, you're going to need some new blood in some of these divisions. And, and maybe that's what they're trying to showcase a little bit there. Plus potential of two big dudes scrapping. Yeah. You know, it, it can be hit or, it's hit or miss. But um, if it hits, it, it, it could lead to uh the, the, the average fan going, yeah, here we go. Let's let's buy the pay per view. So, um, I don't know. I think I mean Saturday's loaded. We started start to finish morning to to evening fights all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I should be a great night of action. Before we sign off, uh, we didn't say we were going to talk about this earlier. Um, we did we we pre- did predictions and stuff for uh this past weekend's Bellator card. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole card, but um. 
I feel remiss if we don't mention Goita Yamauchi. Um, I talked about him. I didn't pick him to win. I did pick. I did pick uh, Gracie to win. Um, mm. I thought size and height would be a, a factor. I think we both did. Yeah. You know, and and, and I we had our reasons why. Um, I didn't expect Goiti to to step into that ring looking like we we Uber overlooked, Reap, yeah, um, and, and just looking like a damn tank. We looked um, we overlooked overall mixed martial arts experience, and I think that's that was the thing that that um was the was what paid off for him. And um, you know, I covered, I did live results, and I was in on the uh, media for that event. So I asked him, like, you know, was there something from Neiman Gracie? And that you saw when you were when you were fighting, that you felt from him that made you feel like you could just drop your hands and and come at him like that. And his answer to me, I wrote an article about what his answer was to me. You know, he pretty much uh, took a page out of Bruce Lee's book and, and said, you know, because um, he he said he he knew Gracie had a strategy coming into the fight, both given both their grappling backgrounds. But for him, he was like, I I didn't have a strategy. I decided to just feel him and react to him flow like water you know like the whole bruce lee line and that's pretty much what he said he did and it looks like it paid off for him so, yeah i mean he basically hulked up and then hit the dude with an uppercut from hell um, yeah i mean <laughs> a great highlight great i mean just promotion and great for him he was his first main event with them too yeah like, and that's I mean, and that's what we spoke of last week is is the opportunity for a dude yeah. to like step into that spotlight um and you know, one more thing. Yep. Somebody who's having a fucking awesome summer deserves some recognition. Aaron Jeffrey, who fought Austin Vanderford on eight days' notice with the 85 second knockout in the first round, jumped into number six of the Beltor MMA rankings as of yesterday. Um, waited all day for that email to come in. And, um, you know, something about that boy's right hand. I mean, he's funny because I've been talking to him for a while. You know, he talked about, uh, I mean, he, he told me when I first talked to him that he felt his striking was his best asset, but everyone thinks he's a wrestler because of the way he puts pressure on people. And there's actually, he's actually did this whole video about how he does this move called the butt drag from wrestling because you're pretty much doing, it's like an arm drag, but you're grabbing the guy's ass and moving him past you. And, um, you know, because of what it is, it was like a gimmick and he made a whole video and it was funny. So I, maybe stuff like that added to why people think his wrestling, but you know, he wanted to test his wrestling against Vanderford, and there's there, Beltor has videos out there now from afterwards where he was like, "I didn't even get to do that because, you know, uh, 85 seconds, two right hands behind the ear, dropped uh, Austin Vanderford." Which, I mean, again, Vanderford's a, a monster in, in his own right. So this this says a lot about Jeffrey, and I couldn't be happier for the kid. I mean, he's the shit that that kid has been through to get to where he's at, you know, like fucking almost not getting back into his own country and shit. Like his gym closing down, like looking for places to train while going he through was, the X. It was the XFC. CFFC. Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, 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 he, I mean, he was, you know, f- fighting for and winning that title while he was literally worried about getting back home. And, you know, he lost his wallet and like the guy's been through so much shit and, uh, you know, he said at and his post fight in, in cage interview with fucking uh, Mushmouth McCarthy, he was like, you know, people don't know who I am, but they're going to know who I am now. So I couldn't be happier for him. Um, again, if, if you need a, a lesson in focus, you got something you're passionate about, passionate about in your life, 
check out the story of Afrin, Aaron Jeffrey if you need a, if you need a blueprint on how to pursue what you're passionate about because that guy's living it, and uh, I I hope we see him get a, a title shot one day soon. Probably one more big win. I mean, yeah. um, and, and you know, if you're gonna sell, I mean, obviously quick knockouts are great, but there's a, there's something to be said for like that that airtime where you you know get to kind of showcase your you know your skills over a, a couple rounds or even a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but picture perfect right hand two yeah. in a row, like you said. Um, you know, it, it's deceptive because you see the mustache, you see the mullet. Like it, it doesn't. You don't think like straight up killer. Like you might think like, <laughs> like whoa, like you know. But you just don't. You know what I mean? He's kind of got that like deceptive. You know, I mean, I, you know, it'd be kind of the guy you'd go up to at the bar and kind of pick on, and then you realize that you're twisted into a pretzel and you're. I don't know about you know, that. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I mean, when we when he and I finally met that this past June when he made his Beltor debut. You know, you see the number one eighty five, and then well, yeah, that I mean, I, I'm more the visual. He, the dude could weigh one hundred twenty pounds, but you see a dude with a yeah. bullet that mustache, you're kind of like, oh, okay, who's this? No, guy? He's he's a pretty North, big dude. You know? Yeah, well, uh, I, mean, that's, I, that's, I would I wouldn't be trying to mess with him at a bar. No, no, but that's I'm not taking the the yeah. height and, and weight into the factor. I'm just talking about the kind of the look and and yeah. but I mean, you, you come out and then you're an assassin. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's the you know it's. It, you know, it's, it's kind of the Fedor thing. You everybody saw Fedor was just this pudgy dude. Well, he's still mm-hmm. two thirty six foot, but you didn't know that he had freaking concrete in his hands. Yeah. You know, and that he could throw you over a freaking the roof of the building. You mm-hmm. know, so um, I mean, yeah, I think it's great. I I think, um, you know, I think one more fight. I mean, you know, maybe yeah, they put Aussie. him at number six, so he's got he's got a lot of options. You know, there's people that are probably going to want to get past him. So um, whatever they do, you know, I. I Maybe don't rush him, but I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't mind him getting, you know. Obviously, I'm sure he wants people uh, uh, over him. Um, and again, that's he. He's fought twice in two months, pretty much, because he fought in June and he fought again this month. So I mean, if he wants to get a, a third one in, you know, he's pretty much damage free. He's he's you know like he's healthy enough, and he never, doesn't take any days off really. So it, it'd be interesting to see what they do with him. But I mean, I couldn't be happier for the kid. Oh man, there's some good matchups ahead of him. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, just looking at it real quick here, I you, obviously you wouldn't expect Musasi to get. Uh, he he could he could get an instant rematch uh, with Eblen, but he kind of he kind of got worked. You know, I know that he had some in the beginning there were some pauses, but um, mm. I don't know if I want to see that a rematch of that. It wasn't the most exciting fight. I'll tell you what, Jeffrey Tokoff. Has me buying a so, ticket. You know, it's funny that, and you're, it's funny that that's the name that jumps out to you because when before Musasi lost, you know, they, they were on the same card, same week, and everything. Um, when we when we asked Musasi the Wednesday before he lost to, to Eblen, that we, he was asked, you know, what other names on, you know, with the rankings, what names stand out to for you. And that was the name that he said. So I, I that's, that's, that's actually the two names I, I saw jump out to me when when we got the email the ranking sent out to us and um yeah like you said man that that'd be a fun one him and salter to be a fun one too yeah it'd be, um and i mean we're looking at it, if they give fabian edwards a title shot i know he's ranked number two mm-hmm. but i don't know if when you, when you got some of these other guys who are, are putting on a show i mean jeffrey just knocked a dude out on a big card opening mm-hmm. bout like former title contender i mean 
I almost say give Tokov the shot and do Musasi versus Jeffrey as like mm-hmm. a, you know, and then let maybe you know, I, I don't know. That's that's me playing a little fandom there, but uh, mm-hmm. you know that I all those fights, any mix and match of those. Um, I mean, I know he's under him, but Lorenz Larkin Jeffrey has fireworks written all over it too. I mean, there's some great great yeah, fights. I'm saying like even even the fact that they put number six, there's again the guy I want to get past him. He's literally, he's at a point where it could be, you know, fun times for Aaron Jeffrey, um, you know, moving it, moving forward. Well, he's not going to get an easy matchup. I think his days of, I think he's, he's here now. He's established mm. and it's going to be his next three or four fights are going to be all, all killers. Um, it looks like it, it is assuming that this division holds with basically who's top 10 right now. So, yeah. um, Great week of action this week. Congratulations to Jeffrey um, and and Yamauchi. Uh, standout performances over the weekend, along with Marlon Vera. Um, fans can uh, check us out at Combat Hour on Twitter, Coast to Coast Combat Hour on Instagram. Follow me, Matthew Hawkins at MMA Hawk Twenty One on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Edit Carbizal on Twitter, Carbizal on Instagram, and Old Head Carb on Twitch. And as always, you can check us out weekly on www.allaccessmma.com. Check out allaccessmma.com for our video podcast and MMA news. Ed, have a great rest of the week, brother. Thanks you for listening, too, everyone. And thanks for listening to to their the Living Death podcast without Ed Carball and nobody tagged Eddie and tell him, tell him about it. <laughs> Bend up.